0: Hello and welcome. I am your host coach Debbie and you are here for an episode of Story You Talk Radio. I come to you every Thursday at four o'clock Pacific time to share with you my thoughts and ideas of how to be a better communicator, a better storyteller, a better love letter writer, Whatever it is that you are doing in the world that allows your voice to be free, and that helps you to be the author of your own experience. And I really enjoy it when you tap in and send me questions or comments or ask for a little bit of coaching. We do that here every single week. This is uh, either a live show for you or a replay. Right now it's live. And it is on 1150 AM KKNW, where you can call in and get some live coaching today if you choose. The number is 888-298-5569. Or if you are local in the Seattle area, you can call us at 425-373, it's kind of far from me, 5527, that look right? That looks right. You okay. got it. That's my engineer, Eric. Hi, Eric.
1: Hey, good afternoon. Happy Thursday, Debbie.
0: <laughs> Thanks for being here with me and reading the small print.
1: Yeah, always <laughs> happy to do that.
0: Oh, thank you. Today, everybody, guess what we're going to talk about? Something that's been on your mind, I bet. Something that's so been on my mind. I've so been dealing with it. And since I recently had a little breakthrough, I thought I'd just teach you what I know now and um, see how that goes. But confusion. What is confusion? It is definitely something that authors go through. But it's something that happens any time, actually, we just go to open our mouth and say something and we're in that place of, am I going to do it right? Am I going to do it well? Is it going to be remembered well? All those questions start to come and the confusion sets in. It's not something just authors deal with. It's something we all deal with. But confusion can show up in our big decisions in life, our our daily tasks, or it can even show up in the emergencies. It's often a state of fear that we think will be permanent when it's happening to us. When we're feeling confused, we think, this is the way I'm going to be for the rest of my life now. I'm just... um, we, we don't go through the thought that we're just having a bad day. We, we really get caught up in the whirlpool mess of it all. So recently, uh, and all teachers have to go through this. I am a teacher of writing. I have to go through deep feelings to be a good teacher. It's bottom line. I have to go through them. I have to walk through them again and again and again. I have to meet them on higher ground And I have to be asked to do new things thanks to feelings and emotions if I am going to be an available coach and teacher. So the other day, confusion came and just got in my face and said, well, said a lot of things to me. And one of the things that's really, really important to me as a teacher and a writer is to have resources, really good ones, that I can go to when I need help. And I would say we all need this, but I don't know if we all really acknowledge how much we need it. We need others to help us kind of turn things around. So the other day I was working on my business, my writing business. I help people write their books. My brand is www.coachdebbie.com. My brand, that's my website. My website is coachdebbie.com. It's d-e-b-b-y.com. And I got a question from someone who follows me and I started to take it personally. And then I got very, very far from her question and really started to apply it to my business. And the next thing you know, I was down in a big old rabbit hole. And I I just, I said to myself while I was down there, because it's not the first time or the last time I've been in a rabbit hole, I kind of said to myself, I don't, I don't belong here. I don't belong here in this confusion. But in an effort to be empathetic toward this person writing to me, I just I just went too far, and I started to apply her situation to me, and I'll tell you more about the details soon, but basically, she was asking about her purpose as a coach, and she was feeling like there was some resistance in her, and that it was keeping her from really fully being the true and honest coach that she wants to be that in some way she was holding back and it, it came at a really opportune time because I've been saying to my business coach you know I don't feel like I'm holding back but I'm noticing that not all the dots are lining up and and so it must be me right it must be me it's got to be me right and And when we start to get into that blame game of, "Ah, it's me, it's me again, back to the rabbit hole we go. Doesn't matter if we've been there recently or before. It's just the place we get to go, and it's called confusion. So this gal that was writing to me, she had a similar situation in her business. Not identical, but similar. It's one I related to. It sent me down, and while I was down there hanging out in the rabbit hole, I thought, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this around. So I went to a friend, and I just said, "Listen, will you give me your ear? I am basically trying to see the nose on my face, and I can't. I'm trying to see the the backbone, and I I can't. I can't see my back. I can't see the nose on my face. I need a mirror." and I need someone I can trust. So thank you, Montoya, for being there and being the one that I could trust and for having just a few super key loving phrases that catapulted me right out of that rabbit hole so I could be back in my life where I belonged. So, my dear friends, this is what we're going to talk about today. Confusion is not a permanent state. It's a temporary place we go when we're scared. It's a place that helps us stop when we're not stopping on our own. It's a place that reminds us that we have to ask for a hand. It's a place that sometimes will keep us from expressing ourselves to the whole world so that we will express ourselves to one trusted one and get our head on straight again and, here's the key, come back to our heart. Because that's really where all the answers are. We just forget when we're confused. Authors go through this all the time, but when they have really good tools and techniques in place, and maybe a coach, they find their way out of that rabbit hole a lot sooner than they would without those resources. Like I said, I got myself out of that in one evening, but there have been times in my life where, you know, that rabbit hole has gone on for weeks, months, and I'm embarrassed to say years, literally years. Why? because I just didn't know where to go to ask for someone to give me that helping hand so I could get out. You might be no stranger to this, the idea that confusion just feels so dang real, like it's taking over. The writers that I work with, when they feel fear about expressing themselves, it's usually because they feel like they don't have enough time to write, They don't have enough money to set aside the time to write. They might feel they don't have enough expertise. They wonder if what they are stating has to be proven. They're wondering if their experience is enough. And a lot of them think, you know, I'm not the first person to come up with this idea. Is my take on it going to be important? Does it matter? And bam! That rabbit hole of confusion that becomes their life, at least in that moment. And they might lose themselves for a day or two or three with all of those questions. If you're relating to anything I'm saying here, I want to encourage you to write in or call in. You can write to me on Facebook Messenger, and that's Coach Debbie d-e-b-b-y or you could send it to my personal page which is debbie handrich it's just like it sounds h-a-n-d-r-i-c-h or you can call you can call from anywhere in the world that's one 298 5569 and i would love to take your calls and Let's get you out of that rabbit hole. You don't belong there. It's just a temporary place where we go and we're a little afraid. We're a little confused. And it's kind of like a big universal law. When we're confused, our little angels come through and go, up. Oh, you need to stop. I'm going to smack a little confusion on you and I'm going to stop you. Because uh, think about it. When you're at work and you have to perform and you're confused, are you moving forward? Uh-uh. Your fear has won and you're, you're in a bit of a spin. You're in a bit of a standstill. You're in a bit of a scratching head moment. That's what confusion does. And You can either argue with it or you can give in to the idea that it's here, but there is a way out. And it's by using one of your resources. And today, I would like to offer myself to be a resource to you. I did reach out to my little list of writers and ask them to please con- consider uh, when they were confused last and what they had to talk ab- about that. And so I do have some stories and questions to offer, but I am more than happy. To incorporate yours as well. So I want to add in something that my coach said to me when I was, oh, I was really in the spin cycle one day. And his name is Robert Holden. He's based in uh, London, United Kingdom, London. His work is all around success intelligence And his motto really is, if your definition of success doesn't incorporate love, you need a new definition. In other words, you better be loving what you're doing, and you better have some love for the people you work with, and you better have a lot of love around the outcome you're moving towards, and you certainly better love the day, which is today, in which you're doing your work. He is a great and wonderful guide to me. He is what I call my writing coach. He's my inspirational coach. He's my emotional mentor. He's really, really helped me come home to myself in moments where I just thought confusion had set in to stay. One of his number one life choices and this, this is a real guide to me. I've heard him say it many times, and I heard him say it again today. He said, once upon a time, I made a decision to not have a job, but instead to have a purpose. Ah, oh, man. If I could just, you know what I really need to do? I need to go home and take out my boldest shade of red lipstick and stick that on my bathroom mirror that i need to be face to face with that for a while i made a decision to not have a job but to have a purpose oh can you feel the relief in that statement it might it, it could just be me it's okay if it is but i came to him with a big question around writing and authoring and this particular publisher and how they wanted me to fit into the grooves of their identities and missions, and I didn't want to. And I had worked really hard on this manuscript. It was ready for publication, but I didn't like what their offer was. And because I liked the publisher so much, I never thought in a million years I would be at that crossroads where I had to pick up my manuscript and get my clarity and realize that if I said yes to them, I would be saying yes to a job. But if I said no to them, I would be saying no because I was aligned with my purpose and they weren't and it was okay to move along and find a new publisher that would align with my purpose, and that would allow me to feel really good about what I've written, and what I offer, and what it means. So sometimes we come a long way down the road when we all of a sudden find ourselves in confusion, and we think none of this, none of this was for any reason. I've made a terrible mistake, and that's That's when we have to reach out to our resource and say, bring me back. Show me the nose on my face (laughs) because I can't see it. Bring me back to my purpose. Help me remember what matters to me so that I'm aligned again. That's the other side of confusion. We go into confusion to stop. We reach out to our resources to be brought back. To our purpose. We're going to go into your stories and other people's stories when we come back from the break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Kathy Cooper and every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m. I'll be hosting Lost and Found be discussing all types of losses, but it's not going to be the doom and gloom hour. It'll be an hour of education, support, validation, and yes, we will have a little bit of humor. So won't you join me Wednesdays, 1 to 2 p.m., Loss and Found, because every loss matters, and through every loss, something can be found. Hi, everyone.
0: Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years... <laughs> Smokey's only said only you can prevent wildfires, but I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report like when it's dry or windy.
1: Be careful burning yard waste because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester and the Ad Council.
0: Are you ready for something real, raw, upfront, and honest? Then tune in each Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here for Love From The Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and the host, Sakura Sutter. This show is unlike anything you have ever heard and was created to help others to help themselves. Hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized and see how it has improved their lives. I will also spotlight amazing people from around the world, their skin tips, live readings, and answers to life's burning questions. Join us each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Alternative Talk 1150, talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. Welcome back. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie, and I'm talking to you today about how sometimes we get into a confused state and we go down into the rabbit hole and we think we're going to be there forever, but rest assured, you won't. You won't. You just need some good resources to help you out, to help you through. I work with writers in the Seattle area, and on the, anywhere on the globe, I help people understand their memoir, which is some facet of their life in which they go deep and share their memories and offer a story or a book for a public audience. I also help people understand their brand more and be better communicators and if you're curious about this, or if you would like to have a 30-minute consultation with me, I encourage you to go to www.coachdebbie, That's www.coachdebbie.com. So sometimes when we're feeling confused, we, we just hang out there all by ourselves, and we get scared. I want to read to you this little thing that Carla McLaren talks about in her book, The Language of Emotions. It's Carla McLaren. She says, The practice of confusion is very simple in theory, but it's sometimes difficult in reality. You simply ask yourself what your intention is, not which direction you should go, what choice you should make, or what thing you should do, but what your intention is. Okay. The The reason I wanted to read this to you is because, actually, I'm just going to quote her again right here. When she says, Knowing our intentions does end our ambiguity. And the saying is just as true if you say it backward. Ambiguity ends all intentions. So I want to explain this to you. Uh, it, this was really life changing to me when I was reading Carla McLaren's book a few years ago. Uh, my friend Jeanette Bren introduced this to us, and to me, we went to uh, a workshop here in the Seattle area at East West Books, and we had one day with Carla McLaren, and she was promoting her book, The Language of Emotions. And when confusion came up, I was just like, wow, that is brilliant. This whole idea that when you're not confused, you're intentional. But when you're hanging out in a state of ambiguity or confusion, you can't find your intentions. So, so it's almost like one is on one end of the teeter-totter and the other on the other end. They They just, you can't be on both sides at once. You can't. But you can easily leave the teeter-totter and come back to your own wisdom if you are willing to employ some of these tools to help you deal with confusion. And one, like I said, is to follow this idea that Robert Holden has, which is that we're not just here to do some sort of job, we're here to be purposeful. I mean, listen to the intention in that. What is it that you are purposeful about? So let's say for a moment you have a job and you might be thinking, oh, so it's just the entrepreneurs that are intentional and not confused. Mm -mm. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that at any job you're doing, You can have purpose, and when you're leading by purpose, it's likely. You're not feeling all that confused. There was a time when I was working at a college, in fact, for two decades and more. I worked at a college, and I spent a lot of time feeling very confused about what was the next promotion I should go for. Or what was the next group I should teach? Or what was the next class setting or topic I should be working on? Spent a lot of time there. The thing that helped me feel more purposeful was that I always had 50 to 90 students to work with every quarter. And when I would listen to my students, I would be brought back to my purpose. Why? Because students are full of questions. They are constantly in search mode. They are constantly looking for, in in my case, because I was teaching writing, a truer expression. And what they did was they reflected back to me, because they were asking questions around their own purpose and intention, they were reflecting back to me, what is mine? So even though I had a job, let's say, at the college, I had a career at the college, what I really had was a purpose to serve these students. And if I could think of it that way, what is the purpose of this upcoming class? So I have to teach 101. I have to teach composition. I'm going to offer an essay writing class. You could say that's my job. But more importantly, what's my purpose at that job? When I start to ask myself that, my intentions rise. And one way in which I felt I was successful was I really brought in this intention that I wanted to help students that felt like they were sort of on the fringes align with what mattered to them. So I taught a class called Outlaws and Outcasts and Outsiders. And what I anticipated was that there would be some students in the class that would align with this idea of being out on the fringe and that there would be some students in the class that would align with being in the mainstream, and that I would help them to work together and to have some camaraderie. You know what I found? Every single student, every single class, every single age group, race, sexual orientation, it didn't matter. Every single student aligned with either being an outcast, an outsider, or for some, an outlaw. No one aligned with the idea that they were mainstream, normal, typical, or basic. None of them. I was shocked. And what I found was that I was really serving my purpose. I wasn't just doing a job and saying, okay, for, for 90 days we're going to study essay writing I was really helping them align with how is it you feel like you're on the fringe and what is it that you have to offer so that you align with who you are as a human being and really express yourself out in the world. Because it it absolutely doesn't matter what what sort of job you go into, what, what matters is that you relate to yourself so that you are as good as your job and your purpose and your intentions as you possibly can be. So these students that are writing essays, if they feel like their whole life has been sort of out there on the fringe, they've been an outsider, they were They were the student that didn't get the great grades, or they were the student that went to 14 schools, or they were the student that had to go to detention a lot. Whatever reason it was that they felt like they were on the outskirts of life, once they got together and started talking and pooling these resources and thinking about purpose, And where their real intention was, and getting curious and being creative again, they were not confused. And what was extremely important to me was that they no longer identified with the idea that being in the fringe or on the outside was anything negative. Even if they couldn't let that identity go, they weren't confused about it anymore. They started to feel like, you know what, maybe I went to 14 schools for a reason. Maybe I have something to express here because I was what they call an army brat. I remember one kid saying, you know, maybe the fact that I am from a family of nurses and I want to be a chef and I'm in this constant state of confusion, why can't I just follow my dreams? why do I have to give up what matters most? I mean, she would talk about her confusion again and again and again. And I remember her identifying one day and saying, maybe it's not my dream to be like every other woman in my family. Maybe it's my dream to step out and actually live in that outsider world and be the chef, and take on those, you know, those judgments that come from the family, but to realize her purpose was to be a chef, and not to necessarily follow the family lineage, 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 lineage. I think I just did a new word, let's go with it, (laughs) lineage, you know what I'm saying, not to follow the family lineage of healthcare and nurses, but to step out into her intention, into her purpose, and do what called to her. When she talked that way, she wasn't confused. Diane, I am talking about you, my student from the Philippines. I have always wanted to know, How far did you take that dream? If you're listening, please let me know. I've always wanted to know. You were such an inspiration to me because you were confused, because you sat with your confusion, because you wrote your way through confusion, and because you identified with the idea that being on the fringe could, in fact bring you back into your intention and your purpose so that you weren't just doing something that said, this is a job, but you were doing something that made you feel your true expression was coming through. And that was to be a chef and not to be a nurse like the women in your family. I know I've told this story over and over again, but part of it is because I'm looking for Diane. (laughs) I want her to tell me how this went because it was so moving to me at a time in which I was trying to help people understand don't just be confused and do whatever job you find yourself in. Do the job, but do it intentionally and with purpose. And if that means you're a bit of an outsider or an outcast for doing it, oh well. Enlist those resources that will support you through it so that you feel the power of expressing yourself intentionally and with purpose. Okay. I don't have a lot of time to get to all these people. So we are going to go to the first question that came in on Facebook this morning. And this is from Michaela in New York City. I'm going to read you the question and then eh, I'm going to see if I have enough time to answer it. But if not, we'll we'll get into it after the break. Michaela is a writer and she says, My book came out in 2015. It is my first book. I can see that I might have a second book in me. But it was backbreaking. This is her word, backbreaking to get it finished by 2015. I struggled for two years to write it. I paid over $18,000 in services, which at the time seemed very expensive. It was supposed to kickstart my dream and help me earn seven figures. Instead, I just lost sleep and time with my kids. Does this mean I've missed the mark? I don't have many reviews on Amazon still, and I'm so tired I just don't know what to think except that I'm not actually a writer after all. Ow. (laughs) That is a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of sacrifice to come back to this question of, did I waste my time? do you hear the confusion in that? I'm going to set you straight, Michaela. You did not waste your time. If anything's wasting your time, it's that question. But it's an important one to ask because it will bring you back to your intentions and your purpose. Remember, we get the idea of our intentions go with with our, our confusion from the work of Carla McLaren And we get the idea of purpose is the other side of our confusion from the work of Robert Holden. And you're getting the coaching straight from me. This is just my take on how confusion, getting back to intention, and getting back to purpose shows up in my life. Michaela, when you wrote that book, it says you had two years to do it. And for some of us, that's not a lot of time. You spent $18,000 on services to help you. Uh, For some of us, that's a ton of money. But what I want to say is that you know why this was so important to you. And I'm going to push you to go beyond what you told me. You said it was so you could have a seven-figure income. Yeah, that's that's not the whole answer. Um, that might be the answer that you tell your Facebook friends and even some colleagues. You know, I wrote this book to, to up-level myself. But you did it for a deeper reason than that. And when you align with that deeper reason... You're not going to be confused anymore. So what I want to say to you here is below that seven-figure business is some feeling. I want you to explore it in your journal. Is it a feeling around uh, feeling safe? If I write this book and have a seven-figure business, I will finally feel safe? Is it that... You'll feel a little more worthy or seen in the world? Is it that the proof that you know what you're doing in your business will be apparent? There's something bigger. You wouldn't be in the state of confusion if there wasn't something more intentional and more purposeful asking to be expressed. You're not wrong for being confused. It's just that you're going to find the fullness of your experience, and you're going to get excited again about promoting your book, about contacting those indie bookstores, and even the bigger ones, when you know exactly what it was you wanted, and you get to find some peace with it. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be seen. There's nothing wrong with wanting to feel safe. But if we can't admit it, then we stay in a more superficial story, which is, well, I want it to pay me well. That's a story, but it's not the whole story. So I have some more questions here, but first we need to take a little break and we'll be right back.
1: raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. You may not realize how important three letters can be. For a patient who needs type A, B, or O blood, these letters can mean life, but there simply aren't enough people giving blood. From cancer patients to accident survivors waiting for critical surgeries, your generosity can give someone more life. Don't wait until the letters A, B, and O are missing from hospital shelves. You are the missing type patients need. Visit redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to make your donation appointment today. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk
0: 1150. Welcome back. I am your host, Coach Debbie, and I am offering you the topic of confusion on today's show, Story You Talk Radio, because authors get confused. You know, we read these great books that authors have composed, and we think, oh, they're so good with words. They just flow. They just have the gift Oh man, the work that goes behind that flow and that gift, that is something cultivated and it is often something collaborated. Just like our last writer, Michaela shared, she spent $18,000 putting together her voice and collaborating with others to get her book into the world. I'm guessing there was probably an editor or two along in that process, maybe a coach who knows what else but it it does take our time and our energy to express what we really 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 want to say and along the way we bump up against some confusing places in our life writers fear that they don't have enough time that they don't have enough money to write their book that they don't have the expertise They wonder if they can prove this thing that they've decided to write about. They fail to see that they have the experience to share on paper that is worthy. And so, so, so often, I can't tell you how often I hear, I'm not the first person who's sharing this idea. Should I even start? Oh my goodness. If you're saying these things to yourself and you want to express yourself as an author, or even if you just want to express yourself to your family, you're probably bumping up against a lot of confusion. And when we're confused, we are not being intentional and we're not being purposeful. But if we align with some resources, we can get back to that purpose and that intention How do you get purposeful? I thought you were never going to ask me that. How do you get purposeful? Ah, it took 46 minutes of a great show to get to that question. I almost forgot it. You get purposeful by asking awfully good questions. And where might you do that? In a mastermind. I happen to offer a mastermind It's for first time, second time, and third time authors. And this is where we go through steps of inquiry and we make sure our purpose is right on. Because if you're like Michaela, you're thinking, my purpose is to, for example, make seven figures. And that's a great purpose. But underneath it, there's a deeper purpose. And it's, it's something emotional. It's something very intentional. If you know it, you're going to spend less time in the rabbit hole of confusion. If you work with it, you're going to spend less time trying to get your way out of the rabbit hole of confusion. I'm not saying you won't go there, but the climb out that would have taken months you can get it down to a few hours. I was sharing as the story opened, the story, the show opened, that I went to my trusted friend Montoya and I sat with her the other night and she just let me process this story so that I could get back to my purpose to really feeling it and to not be so full of unanswered questions, because that hurts. When your questions are not answered, you suffer. And you're in that rabbit hole. She let me talk. She helped me see the nose on my face again. Have you ever tried to see the nose on your face without a mirror? It's tough. You need a mirror. Or in her case, I needed a friend. And she shared with me It's just in the passion, Debbie. There's a secret here. It's right in front of you. Journal about your passion. That's all it took. I was back. It was just a matter of hours. That, that exact situation, I've been there many times in the past. And it took days, weeks, months, and there's a certain subject in which I was confused about that took me three and a half years plus two days. How do I know? Because I bought a particular journal to write just about that topic. And I did it for three and a half years plus two days. That's how long I was confused. If you've been there you need resources. I would like to offer you the resource of a mastermind. And because you are listening to my radio show, I want to offer you the very best price for that mastermind. All you got to do is write to me. You write to me at askcoachdebbie.com at gmail. No, I said that wrong. Askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. Ask Coach Debbie at gmail.com. Debbie is spelled with a Y. You can also write to me at Debbie, D E B B Y, at CoachDebbie.com. You can write to me on Facebook Messenger. However, you want to write to me. And all you got to do is say the word mastermind. That's all you got to do type the word mastermind. That will indicate to me that you heard this show and that you are ready for a group. It'll indicate to me that you're serious and that you are a first time, a second time, or a third time author. And you are wanting to get out of confusion and to be with a small group and to pay the deluxe, wonderful price to be with us and to have some free weekly coaching. It's an eight-week program. It starts the Tuesday after Labor Day. I apologize right now that I don't have that date in front of me, but it's that first Tuesday in September And like I said, the very special price is available to you for listening to my show, for being serious about showing up, and for claiming that now is your time to leave confusion behind and to work with the process of being intentional, staying out of that rabbit hole, working with others, working with me, and claiming your voice so you can write that book. And why put it off for years to come when you could write that book this year? There's still time to write that book this year. I want to take another question because confusion is a very, very real thing when you are a writer. We think writers are just glowing with words that spew and sounds so good, but the truth is they've cultivated a practice. I'm going to go to Georgine, who is uh, responding to my newsletter. And Georgine, I just want to apologize because I realize you sent this in about a month ago, but I think, I think this is the week that your question uh, is best suited. So Georgine says, I want to write a book, but I also want to have a normal life. Can I have both? How will my life change if I write a book? I enjoy writing very much, and I live a quiet, modest life in Connecticut in the wintertime and in Florida in uh, the summertime. So, did I say that right? No, I said that backwards. You live in Connecticut in the summertime and in Florida in the wintertime. The important thing is you are telling me that you're snowboarding, snowboarding and that you, you're kind of used to having two lives, two communities. Uh, Georgine goes on to say in her long letter to me that, The community in Connecticut is very quiet. It's the one she grew up in, and it's the one that she feels very comfortable in. And she wouldn't mind if they knew about her book, bought her book, came to her signings. But when she goes to Florida, she wants to be free. She doesn't want to have the pressures of being an author. And she wants to know if this is possible. So here's my advice to you. First of all, um, it is very common to feel confused that if we are daring and put our voice out there that everything will change overnight. And it doesn't really. It changes. And it changes in a great way. But when you become the author of a book, you can still go to the grocery store. You can still show up at the the local movie theater. You can go where you need to go and have your privacy. What I'm hearing, Georgine, is important to talk about because I'm... Underneath what you're saying, what I'm really hearing you say is... If I'm going to be larger than life, I'm not going to write this book. Ah? I think I've hit it, Georgine. I, I'm really trying to call you out on your resistance. You You will be known, but you will not be so known that you won't know what to do. You won't be so known that your safe community of Floridians don't just see you as everyday Georgine. You you won't be so known, even in Connecticut, where you're excited to share your book, that you can't do your regular life and be content. On the other hand, there will be some people that come out of the woodwork and go, hey, aren't you that lady that wrote that book? And you'll get to say yes. And You'll get to stand in your purpose, not in your confusion, and be happy that you expressed yourself. Georgina, I want you to know that I've written far more than I have published, and it's for a similar reason. Some of my writing is private. Some of it was just to help me develop. Some of it later will be for an audience and help them in any way they choose, but a lot of it's private. The stuff that I, I throw into my blog or into articles or wherever is because I'm willing to say I'm excited about being intentional and pers- purposeful around this piece of writing. My guess is you are more excited about that than you've really admitted to yourself and that you've kind of come up with this scary dream or almost a nightmare that your life will change and be so big and so uncomfortable that you won't want to be in it anymore. I don't see it happening that way. I see it happening in a way of more unfolding and you having the opportunity to claim your new life as an author one day at a time. It doesn't really matter what we do in this life or what we choose to express. We're only living in it one day at a time. You're not going to be so overwhelmed that you can't handle Tuesday after you just lived in Monday. You won't be so flooded with people that you won't know who Georgine is anymore. And if you find that you are overwhelmed, reach out to resources. Jump into a mastermind group. Find yourself a coach. Lean into your friends. Heck, buy a wig. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that you allow yourself to express in the communities that you want to express in, and you just surrender the rest. I hope this has served you, my friends. I look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, namaste.